Hey everybody, hey thanks everybody. for tuning in to um, another edition of the League of Extraordinary Managers podcast. Uh, you got me, Camps, here, and I'm here with Parker. What's up? But hey man, it's been a long time. It's good to do it. Yep, yep, yep. it's been a while since we've recorded anything for the league, and uh, me and Parker had been talking about, wanted to discuss... A lot of these uh, fantasy football moves that have happened, all these people flipping teams and how that impacts uh, your fantasy team and kind of what we think, um, how that'll shake out. So, Yeah, absolutely. However, I think we owe it to, to Michael to say congrats because we haven't done this since he's won. So congrats to you, Michael Light, for the championship. And... Uh, my wife got second, so congrats to you as well, Faith. And we'll see how this next year shakes out. Yeah, Michael, uh, he t- made some key trades for some RB2s that became RB1s down the stretch. So some savvy moves there. Sure. So, yeah, we're looking but, at some some like big trades coming up like uh, that's, that's been happening already. Um and I was thinking we probably should start with some QBs because that's like the big position in Superflex, right? Um, so the earliest one that happened this year was Russell Wilson. Uh, there had been rumors he was going to get traded. Never happened. Um, a little more sedate on the rumor front this year, but then out of nowhere, you see that he's going over to the Broncos. So obviously, that's a huge boost, right, for like everyone on the Broncos team. I'd say biggest boost probably goes to their running back, uh, RB2 in Dynasty. So, was that? I think Tim's got him, so he should be. Yeah, uh, Javante Williams yeah. looked really good as a rookie. And I think, you know, everyone in here um, thinks he's going to probably do well in the league. So. So, yeah, Russell Wilson coming over is just going to help that offense hum and move where Drew Locke just sucked all the life out of that offense. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And now uh, now Seattle have the joy of a Locke versus Geno Smith battle for the starting QB, uh, assuming they don't add anyone else like through the draft or anything. But, man, it's not looking very good if you're a Seattle fan. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's probably pretty depressing to see Wilson go. And it's really going to affect DK and Lockett. Oh, yeah. Both of the fantasy value, especially in Dynasty, is taking a hit. Now, there are trade rumors circling. Um, Packers are involved in some of those as well. Uh, a lot of teams linked to the Seahawks. But the, the Seahawks have actually come out dead that they are not planning on trading them right now. So who knows? Oh, wow. I think they should. I think they should tear it all down at this point. But that's why I'm not a GM. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, Parker, what, what do you think, like, with the Broncos specifically, uh, what wide receiver is going to come out on top as far as, like, their wide receiver one and, and produce more than the others? I mean, who do you think is going to come out of that? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, I think the obvious answer is probably Judy because he is their wide receiver one. Um, however, 
I know that Russell Wilson is a very different quarterback than what they've had, and his bread and butter is that deep ball. And last I checked on the Broncos, Jerry Judy doesn't get the deep ball, but rather Cortland. So I think there really could be an argument that, I mean, in either person's favor as far as who's going to be more productive. Um, I would guess Judy has more volume just because that's his role. I would guess that Sutton has more big plays, possibly more touchdowns than Judy. Um, there is a lot of, there are a lot of mouths to feed over there though. I mean, you know, Javante is going to get passes out of the backfield. Tim Patrick's still there and he's paid decently well. KJ Hamler's on the mend as their wide receiver four, and they still have Albert O. So man, that's a lot of, that's a lot of mouths to feed. So I think there'll be some famine weeks on these guys, but, uh, Overall, their season-long production should take a huge hike up. Yeah, it is pretty telling that in the trade they sent Fant away. Obviously, his rookie contract was coming to an end. They had to decide if they wanted to pay him. But why would you pay him when you have a physical specimen in Albert O waiting in the wings? Albert O will be a sneaky fantasy football play. The problem is... Who knows if the consistency will even be there. But he's probably going to have some boom weeks. Oh, for sure. And and talking about Fant, you know, with Drew Locke throwing him the ball, the guy's just been in purgatory his whole career. He can't can't get rid of the guy. The guy's locked him up. (laughs) Locked. Locked him up. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) But, um, Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think we've dwelt enough on the... Broncos, let's let's flip over to the Packers. Ooh, your Packers. All right, tell me what you got. Yeah, so with the Packers, obviously, everybody knows all the drama in the offseason. Rodgers ends up resigning, and all of a sudden, behind the scenes, no one knows, but Devontae wants out. He wants to go play with Carr, kind of a childhood dream to wear the silver and black. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, he bought a house next to Carr in the offseason. Yeah. Um, Carr said he would buy him any car he wanted if he came there, so he said he's going to <laughs> Oh, man. Or a Lamborghini, actually, I think is what I saw. Um, to have that money, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> I know. So, obviously, this is devastating for the Packers. And then MBS goes to the Chiefs, right? Yep. And the Chiefs uh, ship off Tyreek Hill, which we're going to get to that. But that's the wide receiver one and wide receiver two. And really, Devontae Adams is like two wide receivers in one. He's so good. Oh, for sure. And MVS was your your token field stretcher, so you have to replace him somehow. You have to get someone speedy to replace him. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just throwing this out here. I think Will Fuller is a perfect fit if they can get the guy. If he just stays healthy. <laughs> if he just stays healthy. How many times have I heard that? <laughs> I, know, I know. But he's a better like he's receiver a better... than MBS. At least he was with Watson. So so let me ask you, like, do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers is still like a top 10 quarterback this season? Uh, no, unless they get a good, like, proven wide receiver bet that – like, honestly, like, Allen Robinson, I thought he was going to be perfect. I don't know why the Packers didn't offer him that money, but he kind of signed right when Devontae was being traded. So, 
I yeah. think that played a factor. Man, I, I, I mean, I know you and I have talked about it before, but I don't know what the Packers are thinking. Like, they're, they're in a good spot to try to make a splash, a big splash in the playoffs. Why are they missing out on some of these wide receiver signings, including their own Devontae Adams, I guess, you know, like, I don't know. I it just, it's because they've, they've, they've got to give Rodgers weapons. They've only got a few more years with them. So. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they offered him the same amount of money. He just chose to leave. So <laughs> it, it, it's devastating for Packer fans. Um, and it, and it does affect fantasy football too. You know, it's affecting Aaron Rodgers' stock. It's affecting Adam's stock. Adams is still going to be very productive. I think but so. Wide receiver one. I highly doubt it with Carr. There's too much competition with Waller and Renfro there. Both guys capable of getting over 100 targets. Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna make Adams like the focal point. But I mean, yeah, his his chemistry with Rodgers is obviously gonna be not there anymore. So it'll be a very different. Uh, it'll be a different year for him. Yeah, he'll be dominant still. But yeah, I agree. I, I think he'll be. Uh, maybe more like top five rather than like top two. Right. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's flip over to MVS going to the Chiefs and also Tyreek Hill departing. Let's talk about that. Oh, and Juju. Uh, and Juju. So yep. you take that off. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, he leaves. They replace him with a different speedster, MVS. That's obviously a good signing for the Chiefs. I don't know that. MVS's stock is necessarily going to like go up from it because he had a really capable quarterback throwing him the ball and just his role on an offense is kind of limited uh, to the field stretching role anyway, which typically doesn't get much like volume. So I don't think MVS's stock goes up. Uh, Juju, Juju stock definitely goes up. I mean, I mean, anytime you, you, you switch over uh, to Patrick Mahomes from like Ben Roethlisberger, you know, (laughs) That's going to be a huge boost for him. I don't know how excited we need to get about him. Uh, I just know his trend has been like steadily going downward ever since his epic rookie and his, his rookie and even his sophomore season was a little bit disappointing compared to his rookie year. But he's just been like steadily going down like in his yards per target um, and his efficiency is a lot worse. So there's there's an argument to be made on both sides, but. It's hard not to be excited if you're a Juju owner to see that he went over there. Yeah, I think Juju will end up being like a low-end wide receiver too. I would agree with that, like, sure. I, I could see that. Probably a wide receiver 24, 22. I think that's where he ends up. That sounds appropriate, yeah. I could get behind that. And of course, uh, with Hill leaving, uh, you know, Patty's stock has to take a little hit, just a little bit. Because Hill is so dynamic, um, yeah, that offense is going to be a little bit different this year. And I wonder if, like, that means more like receiving yards for running backs. If it's more targets for Kelsey, even I don't know. But I think they'll still be a pretty high high octane offense as a whole. Yeah, I would say book Kelsey as the tight end one once again. I think Kelsey actually is the biggest benefactor of this trade. <laughs> Even sure. at age 32 going to 33, I don't see him slowing down. I haven't seen it yet either, so I guess we'll say it when it happens. Um, <laughs> uh, and Hill to the Dolphins. I So for me, 
I think Hill going to the Dolphins lowers his and also Waddle's fantasy or his their dynasty value, but not a ton. But I think they both take a hit as far as like their top 10 spots. They go back a little bit, maybe like four spots each or something like that. What would you say? Yeah, I, I think so too. Tua hasn't proven that he can throw the deep ball right. enough yet. Um, a lot of the work that um, – Oh, uh, what's his name? The Dolphins wide receiver. You just said it. Jalen Waddle. Waddle, yeah. Waddle, a lot of the work that he had was short, intermediate. And then he, he just got yards from there. So it's going to be interesting to see how they use them because they're both kind of like the same guy. Tyreek Hill has a little yeah. more like muscle mass to him. Um, And then they re-signed Gusecki, you know, and it makes me wonder if they're going to use Gusecki in like a hybrid slot role. That's kind of what he did last year, too. He That's what he did last year. Slot more than he did in line tight end. Um, Devontae Parker is on the trade block from what I've heard, so he might be on the move. So the only big target long range guy is Gusecki. So Gusecki actually could benefit well from this as far as that goes, maybe some more end zone targets. Yeah, obviously overall efficiency will Im- improve. There's going to be more red zone trips. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think volume is going to be a problem for Gusecki. I mean, obviously they have two premier wideouts, and they're going to feed them the ball. They're going to script plays for them. They're, you know, they're going to be the guys that Tua is going to look for when the play's breaking down because they can separate. Um, and I do think Hill will be the top target. I mean, you don't pay Hill what you got, what he got paid and not make him your wide receiver one. So he will be the top target. Waddle will go back to wide receiver two. Um, I'm actually, I mean, I'm excited. If you're, if you're a two owner, I think Steven, you got him. Uh, if you got him, you're obviously very excited about this. I don't know where two is going to end up, but you got to love the, the outlook for the next season. Yeah. I, I, I think it's good because they're surrounding a lot of really good talent around Tua. They also signed some offensive linemen. I think Armstead from the Saints went there on a big deal. So they're trying to surround him with the talent to succeed. He is accurate at throwing the ball. But he just did not pull the trigger down the field enough. Maybe this year is the year. Yeah, he's got a lot to show us yet. Um, so let's see, let's move on. Um, Josh, I wanted your thoughts on the Browns. The Browns are a very different team right now, man. And I want to know your thoughts. Yeah, I think the Browns made a bad move and all that guaranteed money going to Watson first off. But you a got bad to, move. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the entire contract is guaranteed. Like, like that's unheard of. Even with the legal issues, like if he were to have some sort of, I don't know, I don't know if they're all resolved or not, but like he's still guaranteed all that money? Yeah, he's guaranteed that money. I don't know if they have little stipulations on if he goes to jail or something, which criminally, that's not happening. Pretty much what we know now is he's been traded. So when he goes to play, you know, the commissioner could still put him on a non on an exempt commissioner's list, which means... He could sit out six, eight, ten the entire year. And that's where it gets tricky because they still have Baker on their team. They're not in a rush to trade him. Watson right. literally could wait 
two years before they even get to see him play. I mean, he's got all of last year. And Baker has a chance, if that happens, to prove doubters wrong and maybe improve his trade stock. And you could see Baker go for a first or more if, if that happens to another team. Certainly. So it's a very interesting situation to watch. And then obviously Cooper, Amari Cooper, got traded there from the Cowboys. Before the Watson trade. Oh, man. I remember, I remember that. Yeah, it was like that. What a, like what a, what a down, like a couple days. So like, man, as a Cooper owner, like that's pretty depressing. Even though he'll get the large target share, they don't. <laughs> there's not enough yards to go around to make it worth anything. And then you get Deshaun Watson, and all of a sudden, Cooper's value is probably higher than it's been in a couple years. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, exciting for Cooper owners for sure. Good, good break of fortune. It is. Uh, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones looks good, too. But here's the thing. If Watson is suspended, it's all for naught unless Baker turns it around and starts being more consistent. Eh, he's too old. He's he's already shown us what he's got. There's nothing up his sleeve. He's He is who he is at this point. Well, he did play with a shoulder injury almost all of last year. So he does have a little bit of a crutch to explain his play. Okay. I could give but, you a little but, bit there. But yeah, Baker's, he's no Watson. So, so obviously it's a, it, it's an upgrade, but it comes with a lot of uncertainty. And if I'm a Browns fan, like I don't know how excited I actually am for next year because I don't know if I'm even going to be able to watch the QB we're paying a ton of money to. Yeah, that's right. So um, that's kind of my thoughts on that. I wanted to make a quick note um, as far as like another trade goes. Uh, not a huge name, but I'm actually pretty excited that Matt Ryan went to the Colts for cheap, for like pennies on the dollar. I don't know how we got that trade to go through, but um, I actually think he will be better for us than was Wentz. So, you know, uh, for me, stock goes up for uh, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, stock goes up for whoever their number two is going to be. I don't know if they're going to draft someone or what, but um, it's. It, it, I think it's going to be a better offense. Um, I don't know that we're going to be a, like a huge playoff contender given how stacked the AFC is, but I'm still excited. Yeah, I think with the Colts, if they if Ty stays healthy with Pittman, I think that would be a good combo. And then they still have Campbell. Can't stay healthy, but he is eh, a good talent. I've given up on him. <laughs> well, that's just because he's never healthy. He's I know. I know. Might get but, a touchdown once a year. Who knows? But you know, it's it's funny with the with the Colts. First, they signed Philip Rivers, and when he's done and retired, you know, they his his twelve kids wheel him out in a wheelchair. And then you guys trade for Wentz, uh, who just wet the bed. He wints and went the bed. And he then did. Went to the bathroom in his bed. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, I mean, against the Jags, no less. To get into the playoffs, just devastating for Colts fans. Yeah, thanks, all man. Around. 
Let's not um, reopen old wounds here. <laughs> well, you know, with with uh, Taylor having a fantastic year, it's just really, really unfortunate. Well, you know, I, I agree with uh, Ballard. I mean, that was actually a pretty decent trade to get him. They didn't give up a lot. And then when they moved him, you know, to get Matt Ryan for a third-round pick, just – I mean, really good, really good uh, flip of the QBs there. I do think Matt Ryan. I don't know if the if the offense is actually going to be passing wise any better as far as numbers, but I do think that in key situations when the game is on the line, you would much rather have Matt Ryan with that ball in his hands. And if you guys had Matt Ryan last year, you would not have lost to the Jacks. I, I don't think we would have. Uh, and also we give him a lot better offensive line than what he's had. So I'm, I'm all up for Matt Ryan. That's good for him. I'm, I'm glad to have him. Yep. Um, and then, you know, let, let's talk about Wentz going to uh, the red. Well, uh, excuse me, the commanders. I think it's good for um, the wide receiver one who is escaping me right now. Uh, that's McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah, I do think it is good for McLaurin because he's going to throw that deep ball more than Heineke would. Sure, um, yeah. Heineke's going to sit on the bench, you know, drinking his name all day long while he's watching Wentz wet the bed again. He'll probably never <laughs> chance. Gibson, I think wheels up for Gibson. I really like Gibson, actually. I, I did trade for him in this league. I, mm. I, I, I wish McKissick left. Yeah, I was going to say, he's still there. I celebrated when I saw him going to the Bills, and then I cried when I saw him renege and go back. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the offense is going to be a little better with Wentz. But I just don't see Wentz as a franchise QB. No, I'm certainly not. But, yeah, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about the Jags. So, wide receivers galore in the offseason. They signed Kirk to a crazy contract, Christian Kirk. John Howard. Yeah, it looked generous. Yes. They signed Zay Jones from the Raiders. Who had a pretty decent sneaky year mm-hmm. at the second half of the season, and then they re-signed Treadwell, who they put more, you know, they retread his tires, and he actually had a really good uh, season. One of his best he's had in it was, the league. It, it was his best, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I think this really hurts this really Marvin hurts Jones and Chenault more than anything. Oh yeah, well, and they got uh, they got Evan Ingram too, so they'll demand targets as well. Um, it's like yep. a whole new it's like a whole new team for Lawrence to throw to. Well, and you know, with Kirk, his best position is slot. So they used a, I believe, a high second round pick on Chanel a couple years ago. Chanel actually had a hundred targets, just wasn't super effective with him. Mm-mm. Honestly, I'm a Chanel owner, so I'm kind of hoping he gets traded to the Packers or somewhere else. I, I'm really hoping for that. And if he did, stock up. Yeah, a trade for him would be a good thing, for sure. 
Yeah, um, he needs to move his situation. What are you, what are your thoughts about quickly? What are your thoughts about Lawrence's dynasty value? Like with all this going on, do you think that he's retained his value from last year? Do you think his stock's gone down? How far if it's gone down? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think the wide receiver additions are going to make a big swing as far as his production. I do think that he's going to get better this year. And he'll have his RB healthy. Uh, I can't remember his name. ATN. He'll have him as well. It'll be a different looking offense. I think, I think there's improvement for sure. Yeah, we'll see improvement. I just don't think the wide receiver upgrades are that good for the amount of money they spent. Yeah, no big names, that's for sure. Yeah, so I think this benefits A-Rob more than Woods, obviously going to a very creative offense with Sean McVay pulling the strings, Matthew Stafford very capable. Allen Robinson is going to eat, and so is Cup. OBJ, who knows what happens. Maybe he comes back on a cheap deal and can help down the stretch. But this is going to be the Robinson and Cup show. It's going to be fire. Yeah, that should be expected. Um, It's definitely uh, the best case scenario for that guy. So, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I traded him to you a little while ago. And it looks like you're really going to... Uh, benefit from that addition to the trade. Yeah, I figured it was worth a shot on a guy that really sucked last year, but in the right situation, we know what he's capable of. So Allen Robinson going to the Rams, one of the best landing spots, especially with Woods gone because that declutters the target share. Woods is going to go, you know, to – the Tennessee Titans with Tannehill. So that that's a boost to Tannehill, having another good pass catcher who also run blocks. Like Woods is yeah. a very good run blocker. Yeah, he's so, very, very sturdy, very solid wide receiver. It's definitely a good thing for, for their whole team in general. Uh, yeah, it, quick question for you. Where do you think Allen Robinson lands as far as wide receiver rankings for fantasy purposes at the end of the year? Yeah, I think Cup, again, is going to be in the top five. And I think Allen Robinson is going to be a high-end wide receiver, too. I would have guessed mid. But, yeah, we're around, right around the same area. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Mostly it's because of Stafford, in my opinion. It's the best quarterback he'll have ever played with. So, uh, man, it looks good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see your other news. Let's see your Brady obviously came out of retirement. So, Everyone who has Mike Evans is happy. Everyone who has Chris Godwin is happy. And Dwayne is happy. (laughs) (laughs) He got him. Oh, man. I don't know if y'all remember, but Dwayne gave a pick to to Chad's team before Chad came on and uh, got got Brady on the hopes that maybe he will unretire. And, man, that paid off. So, Smooth move, Dwayne. That will definitely help you this upcoming season. Who would have thought that Brady, you know, at like 44 years old, would have one of his best, like, most passing yards uh, in a season? Kind of, kind of he's going to be another productive QB this year. He also was uh, top two in touchdowns, him and Stafford. Yeah. Passing touchdowns. Yeah. 
that's but yeah, let's, uh, that, that's good. Godwin's going to be out most of the year because of his injury. So, but it is good for his dynasty stock. However, Brady is still old, so um, we will see how much longer he plays. Godwin's going to be out for most of the year. I don't remember. If, uh, he yeah, did get hurt in the he playoffs, had his didn't he? In the second oh. half of the season, and those take usually a year. Yeah. We'll see. So, yep. Uh, Which, we got, by the way, yeah. is beneficial for Russell Gage, who signed with the Bucks. So, Russell Gage, a sneaky get in the beginning of a regular standard draft, and he probably will do pretty decent in Dynasty starting out. Maybe. We'll see. I haven't seen it yet, um, so I'll, I'll be skeptical meanwhile. <laughs> Hey, anyone who is tied with Brady, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Unless it's Nikhil Harry. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, the quarterbacks we want to talk about. Um, Josh, I'll, I'll, I'll you want to talk. Mitchell yeah, so, who you traded away, mind you. I remember you traded him away. Yes, I did not want to, but it was worth it for Herbert. So Daniel Johnson got a very good value in Trubisky, someone who I held on to for a very long time because I anticipated that he would have an opportunity, which happened. And one of the best landing spots you could ask for with Pittsburgh, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with you. Yes. Out of all the teams that were available, I like this move by Pittsburgh. I do because they got him for cheap. He's, an, he's a former first-round talent that actually uh, did make the Pro Bowl one year. Um, got voted in, had a good year with the Bears under Matt Nagy, no less, who is horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think we need to give Trubisky the benefit of a doubt a little bit. Now, do I think he's going to – I think he's just going to be a mid, mid-tier QB. He's going to be, like, underneath Cousins, probably, you know, those oh, yeah. guys, Carr. He's going to be under there. But I do think he has a chance to do pretty decent next year, especially with the weapons. Um, so don't sleep on Trubisky. I think he's going to be a value. Yeah, I could see him as, like, I, at his top, I could see him a mid-QB2. I don't see him as anything better than a mid-QB2. Um, yeah, he's never going to crack the top 10. But Never. Or, I do think he's going to be like a top twenty QB. He could, yeah, that would be that would be reasonable to think. Um, the other the other quarterback that kind of got moved around, who's also not a big name, is Mariota. You know, obviously, if Ryan left, they have to get a quarterback there, so they got Marcus Mariota, and I am no more excited about him than I've ever been in my life. I mean, he'll have a start, but I'm I'm not excited to put him in my starting lineup if I have him. I don't know about you. Yeah, I agree. Mariota, I think, is underrated for what he's capable of. Both of these guys can run, okay? So they are going to produce some fantasy numbers. But as far as real-life QB, I think Trubisky is the better real-life QB. Mariota, I think, is only going to be good for fantasy. Uh, Mariota is a good bridge quarterback, though. So I like this signing because he has that name value. Uh, he might actually help put some butts in the seats, you know, for Atlanta. Yeah. I think they are really tanking now at this point. When Tom Brady came back from retirement, they they just threw all their papers in the air and said, really? It's over. 
because it's over. they know that they don't have a chance. Um, they were they were barely scraping by and getting W's. Almost made the playoffs last year, but they had a favorable schedule. And with Ridley being out all year for betting, he traded fifteen hundred for what was that bet? Like ten million, the worst ever. Um, so oh man, I, I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he his salary. You know, he lot or twenty million. I think was his salary. So oh, I see. Yeah, he tra- that fifteen hundred dollar bet just cost him that kind of money. Um, <laughs> idiotic. I don't know what he was thinking. He's on my team, and I am not happy. I'm pissed about it. But yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm just uh, gonna hold him. Probably not getting the his value of what he's worth. But obviously, he's sitting a year, so who would want to pay it? Fair enough. Yeah, I knocked on your door, but we couldn't quite come to terms. It's okay. It was close, though. I thought about it was it. close. I, yeah. I just decided, nah, I'll just hold. I, it was close, though. I almost did. So one last thing I wanted to kind of like pick your brain about is, uh, when I, and I alluded to it earlier, is just how the powers have shifted. Um, like, it's, I mean, last year it was AFC heavy, but this year I think it's even more AFC heavy as you compare it to the quality in the NFC. Would you agree? Yes, uh, the QB trades. I mean, let's let's just think about it. You know, we have Watson went to the Browns. We'll see if he actually plays. Uh, we have Russ swapped over. He went from AFC. NFC to AFC. Exactly, AFC to NFC. Um, Matt Ryan went from NFC to AFC. I don't know if that matters a lot, but <laughs> I think I think that that does matter some. Um, Devonte Adams, he's not a quarterback, but man, he went from NFC to AFC. Yep, to the Raiders, and then the Chargers resigned Mike Williams. So, you, uh-huh. know, you got the Chargers with Herbert. You have Russell Wilson with uh, the Broncos. You got Derek Carr, who's always solid, with the Raiders. Um, you got Mahomes with the Chiefs. I mean, that division, everybody knows. I mean, that that division right now is the toughest it's- in the league. It's it's the dude. It's the toughest I've ever seen. I've never seen a division with so much quarterback talent. Um, and it's going to be a shame that at least one of those teams will not be going to the playoffs. One of them will not be yep. going. Yeah, two um, of them can make it, but three—it's not going to happen. Well, three of them can even make it. Um, you know, you can have two wild card oh, spots. Sorry. That's what I meant. Three could make it possibly, but four—that's what I meant. Yeah, four that's impossible. Gonna... Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, impossible. Um. And so, like, I don't even know what to think as a as a as a Colts fan. I'm like, eh, I've really like my my expectations are already quite tempered. Um, yep. So as a as a Packers fan, like I was saying, like they they got to get some help because like at wide receiver because like they the NFC is kind of shallow. Like you got the Bucks, you got the Rams, of course, and you got the Packers. I think as the top three teams, all because of their quarterback play, really. But they need some weapons if they're gonna if they're gonna punch through and try to get to the Super Bowl. They they do. It's going to be a really rough season if they go with two rookies, too. I, I see the Packers drafting a rookie. They have two first-round picks, two second-round yeah. picks, one third-round pick, and two fourths. So they have some ammo to really add to their team. They didn't lose a whole lot in free agency, but but Adams. You know, Adams leaving, Zadarius Smith left and went to the Vikings. Um, he didn't help us much last year, but he is a force. So, 
I, the Packers need to add pass catchers or it's going to be a tough season, I think. I, I think we're still going to be very competitive in our division, but there's no way we're going to win a title, go to the NFC Championship. Like if we had Adams and we had added Allen Robinson, I feel like, man, we would be Super Bowl favorites. I really do. But alas, it's been depressing yeah. off season. Yeah, so, yeah, I know that you guys will make the playoffs, uh, and I know that, man, there's going to be a lot of shootouts for those AFC quarterbacks. Like, if you got Herbert or Russ, you know, like, you know that those guys are going to at least, like, six games a year, there's going to be, like, a high-scoring affair uh, where you can expect them to maybe throw up, like, 35 points for you. So, well, it'll be... Right. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be some high-scoring. Uh, it's going to be very... All of those games are going to be must-watch football next oh, season. Dude, how many primetime? There's always going to be primetime games. Oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you got the Bills with, with Josh Allen, who looked very good. Uh, oh, we yeah. We have uh, Lamar Jackson coming back with the Ravens. Um, so don't count them out. You got the Bengals with Joe, Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. Man, he looks so good in the playoffs. And – like really one pass away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, for real. It opened down that sideline. Yep. But uh, and even the Browns are considerable again now if they if their offense all comes out to play. If Watson, yeah, yeah, if Watson can play. I think so, my AFC South is going to be the weakest AFC division. <laughs> it looks really bad right now. Yeah, it does. It looks really bad on paper, but. I would. It's going to come down to the Titans and Colts again. Oh yeah. I think Matt Ryan actually gives you guys an edge, though. Yeah. With that with that running game, you ride the JT train. Yep, that's what I say. Derrick Henry could get hurt again. Taylor's in his prime. Um, Yeah, if Derrick Henry gets hurt for an extended period of time, I see the Colts taking it. Yeah, me too. Well, that's. uh... I guess we should wrap up this podcast. We've pro- we've probably gone over a half hour at this point, but uh, anyway, thanks all for being in, being in our league. Uh, we'll try to get one on here again, maybe a little more uh, a little more quickly than we did this past time. Um, but you know, it's the off season, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, and there was a lot to cover. This has been one of the craziest off seasons. Everyone knows it. It's oh, yeah. been it's been really fun to watch and track. So we wanted to definitely kind of talk through this and what we think uh, this does for some teams and some players and um, also our fantasy teams. And uh, we will do another podcast probably sometime around draft time or something after that. Uh, and we would like to possibly get like Tim and uh, Chad on the call, honestly. So you guys can hear from them a little bit about them and, and about like, what what their focus is with their team and and how they how they feel about things and yeah so um me and parker look forward to talking to you all again soon and uh peace peace god bless god bless bye bye bye